Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have our friend Malika from Miki Photo. We are super excited to have her on. We got to meet with her actually last year at the Savvy Experience and got to love on her a little bit and get to know her a little bit more. And I personally have been following her for a while because as a photographer, that's what you do. And I noticed that she started to shift her business to do more lifestyle branded headshots and photography for small businesses and creative entrepreneurs, which I loved. I loved how she was setting up the process for her clients and kind of walking them through becoming the face of their business. So that's what she's coming on to share with you guys today. Yeah, we're jumping into the importance of being the face of your business, exactly what you should be doing to find the right photographer for you, how to prepare for your shoot, what to wear, how to make these photos last longer than three months, because we know there are large investments in the future of your business. We are getting into the most important shots you need for your business so that you can take away from this photo session exactly what you need to prosper online. I'm super excited for you to listen more because she's legit, guys. Get excited. Hello, friends. We are here with our good friend, Malika, a brand photographer, headshot amazing extraordinaire. And she is going to chat with us today about a lot of fun stuff regarding headshots. So first of all, thank you for hanging out with us today. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. So I want to kind of start at ground zero first and really touch in on what the heck is a branded headshot. First, before we even dive into the importance, how is this different than like a glamour shot or a selfie or something that you get maybe at like the department store photo studio. Yes, definitely. So a headshot is really your visual representation of your business. I call it like your virtual handshake. It's the first impression that your brand and your business is making with your audience. And I cannot stress how important it is to have a professional headshot just because you want to 
portray yourself as a professional, as a legitimate business owner. And, you know, I see so many photos, I'm sure you guys too, you see so many photos on Facebook and online, LinkedIn, where they are selfies or photos that their heads been cut out of group photos and the lighting is bad or it's blurry. And it just doesn't give a good first impression for your business. I think the importance of having a professional take your picture, have you look presentable with you know your hair and your makeup and your styling all done in a professional way, sort of distinguishes you from the newbies or the hobbyists. It's a way so you can communicate that you are like the real deal, a legitimate business owner who is ready to work with you and be an expert in your field. Love it. Why do you think it's important to be the face of your brand? So I think a lot of people hide behind their logos or their websites But it's so important to really put your face out there so you can make a connection. I think that is like the the most important thing is how to build a relationship with your audience. And it's really, it's through you because many of us are in these industries that are saturated. Like there's a thousand photographers, there's a thousand coaches. So the, the best way to make that connection, to build that relationship is to actually show up and put your face out there. And again, portray yourself as a professional and also to humanize your business. You know, like if you just see a logo or you're just reading text, you're not going to get that no like and trust factor. Mm -hmm. And when you are actually showing a photo, even if it's a headshot, there's a spark or there's some personality there that people look at and say, you know, I like her. You know, I want to learn more about her. Or even just something that is memorable. Like if your photo is in Facebook and in Instagram and on your About Me page, something clicks with, you know, we live in a visual world. So people might remember you. And even if they're not in their journey to hire you right now, they might refer you or when they're ready, they'll remember you because you had that face to your brand. It's so important. We get this question all the time. So I would love to hear your take on it. What are your thoughts on should a brand have their logo or their headshot, professional or not, as specifically the picture as their Instagram bio? I say you need to put your picture, unless you're like Target or Coke, right. you know, right. where it's like your logo is like a trademark, it's something iconic. Again, it's another way for us to stand out in these industries that we're in that are super saturated. People are going to look at that photo and decide within seconds if they want to click more, learn more about you, you know, visit your website or go to your Instagram. It's, it's so important. Well, if people are nervous, if they're like worried about putting their face out there, maybe they're self-conscious, maybe they are uncomfortable with their weight or, you know, their complexion or I mean, anything, people have insecurities. What can you do for someone or how do you get someone okay with putting that image out there? You know, it's everybody has these insecurities, even myself. Like I had my brand photos taken a few weeks ago and it's tough to be in front of the lens. But what I tell my clients sometimes is think about sort of the bigger picture. It's like a pun. Think about the bigger picture, but think about like the service, your mission, what you're doing for your audience. And so 
yes, you know, maybe we're struggling with how we're looking at a certain time. But if we focus on the bigger mission, I think that will help us want to put ourselves out there more. And then there's a lot of things that you can do to help you along the way. So, you know, get your hair blown out, hire a professional makeup artist, go shopping with a stylist so that you can pick clothes that you feel really confident in. Do the prep work beforehand so that when you're not showing up that day of your shoot and you're like, crap, my shirt doesn't fit and, you know, my hair doesn't look good. You know, there's a lot of work that goes on before the actual shoot date that really helps boost your confidence. Well, and I think for me personally, I mean, Emily, I I love her, but I feel like she could just stand there and she'd look beautiful. Like, well, although yesterday, you should have seen her yesterday. She would not have looked good yesterday. But if she's done <laughs> Thanks, her, babe. if she's done her makeup, if she's done her hair, like she could just stand in any clothes and look great. But for me, I have serious insecurities. I mean, we're the same height and I weigh significantly more and we're standing next to each other in all these photos. And so I had a lot of things I had to get over. And a lot of that just meant being really upfront with our photographer and saying, you know what, like I'm insecure about my weight and like, how can we look more the same size? Like, obviously I'm going to look bigger and that's fine. But like, how can we shoot it in a way that makes me more comfortable that showcases my favorite features. Like I love my hair. I think I have a great complexion, but like, I don't really like showing my tummy. Like, so how can we make that happen? And I think being upfront with whoever you're working with is so crucial. How have you been able, like as a photographer, what are some things you do in your session to make people feel more comfortable? Well, I think the first thing is, is that you have to have a conversation weeks before the actual shoot. You need to learn about their business. You need to learn about, you know, what their mission is, what they're putting out there, along with, you know, what the goals are for the pictures, where they're going to use them, along with maybe what are some of the insecurities and the hangups. It's it's a process. You can't expect to kind of show up. And I know a lot of photographers who do this, they just show up and expect the day to move smoothly when there's so many moving factors at a photo shoot being, being your confidence level along with the props and the locations and the styling. So I think, you know, first hiring a professional who knows how to do this. The second thing is hiring someone who might have a team of experts that can work with you, hair, makeup, styling, that can help you along the way. And then also having all these conversations where some of those issues come up ahead of time so that you can tackle them at the shoot. So maybe there's, you know, certain styling that we should do so that you feel great in your outfit. Maybe there are certain props or or locations where you can be sitting on a sofa or two chairs so that everybody looks in balance. Maybe there's certain lighting that you need to look into that is the most flattering. So those are things that I think is the prep work that goes on beforehand so that everybody feels confident at the day of the shoot. And you can just enjoy the process. That's what I want for my clients mostly. It's like, this is your day to shine. Like many of us, you know, we spend our time working on our businesses and hustling. We don't actually enjoy like the fruits of our labor, which is this message that we're trying to communicate. And that's what the photography does. And so the day of the shoot, I always hope that my clients can actually just live in that moment and have some fun. 
Well, I think it's important to remember that your photographer wants these to turn out great for you as well. Obviously, as the client, you want great images, but from being a photographer before and being behind the lens, I want you to love this as well. And so communicating what your needs are and what your desires are are very important, but also not letting that saying, well, a photographer is not going to be able to, you know, make me look skinnier or make me look this way or make me look that way. And using that as your crutch and your excuse to not get in front of the lens. I think a lot of us, especially when we're new, like to think that our logo is that definition of our brand and that people are going to start recognizing that. And it's just going to become this like, living, breathing thing when it literally can't. It is not a human and you are. And so taking those important steps to make yourself feel comfortable, be open and honest about the entire experience and choosing someone who's on the same side as you for that. So yeah, definitely looking for a partner. And then I think a big chunk of this also is the story. What is the story that you're trying to tell? And really diving deep and sharing that with your photographer so that at the time of the shoot, it doesn't feel like they're just poses and smiling. It feels like this is your brand unfolding in visual. So, you know, who are you working with? Where are you working with? What are your values? Why are you doing this work in the first place? Where do you find your inspiration? I mean, these are all examples of stories that I try to pull out of my clients Mm -hmm. so that they're just as excited at the day of the shoot to be telling these stories that some of those other things kind of fall by the wayside, those insecurities. And what questions would you say, you know, like if you could give someone some ideas or prep work, if they're looking for a photographer locally, how can, like, what should they be asking these photographers kind of in an interview process almost Mm -hmm. before hiring them? What are things they need to know to make sure that they can illustrate their own story? Well, and I want to add on to that because I want, I would love to hear your take on this because we're doing this previously and taking headshots for, for clients and trying to market myself in that way. If that's where I thought my brand photography was going to go for a while, it's very, very rare to find a photographer that identifies themselves as a headshot photographer, as a brand, a branded lifestyle photographer to get that look. And so typically I think people are looking for like family photographers or people who do senior portraits or something, just people who work with other humans. And so if they're not exactly labeled like you are as being good at this particular type of photography, how can you weed some people out and know that, okay, this person can create this type of work for me? Right. So the first thing I would say is definitely look at their portfolio. Spend some time looking at the images. Make sure that the images look consistent, that there's a distinct style, and that matches sort of what you want for your brand. The second is look at testimonials. How is it like to work with these people? And you're right, you know, not every city has brand photographers. A lot of people who are entrepreneurs like ourselves, they end up hiring a wedding photographer or portrait photographer. So you need to also make sure that you pick up the phone and have a conversation and make sure that they understand what your goals are, your business goals, because not everybody is strategic minded or business minded. I put my own clients through a whole questionnaire to understand their mission, their why, their values. But a wedding photographer might not be doing that. So sometimes you have to do the work a little bit beforehand so that everybody's on the same page. So that's a critical part, though, is to make sure that they have 
they'll understand what is the message that you're trying to communicate so it doesn't feel like a glamour portrait or it doesn't feel like a wedding photo that is kind of one-dimensional because, you know, you want to communicate something deeper. You want to communicate how it feels to work with you. What is the transformation for your client after working with you? And then I would also say, you know, make sure that your photographer is skilled in you know, all those things that we talked about, making you feel comfortable, knowing how, how to use light in a certain way, you know, make sure when you're having that phone call, they're telling you rather than you're asking them. I think a big, you know, red flag is when photographers are just ready to book, put you in their calendar, and they're not asking you any questions. And the client is the one asking all of the questions. It should be a partnership. Honestly, it should, because mm-hmm. photography is one of those feels where it's very emotional and it's very, you know, because you're in front of the lens and all those insecurities come out. You really need to have a strong relationship of trust. So it can't just be you show up. There's got to be a lot of work that goes on beforehand. Your photographer also should have suggestions on locations, props and styling. And so they really need to understand your brand. And so sometimes the wedding photographers or the portrait photographers need a, a little bit more, I guess, hand-holding, because they might not just, they're not in tune with what branding is or the strategy part. So those are definitely things I would look at. Make sure the style is something you like. Make sure that the feedback of other clients are strong. Make sure that you can have a conversation and that they're making the time for you. And they're also asking you questions about your business. Yeah, those are all great points. Well, and so... If I were just totally new to this, and maybe I knew in my town there wasn't necessarily someone specifically working in this way, and so I was going to have to work with someone that might be a family portrait photographer primarily or a wedding photographer primarily, how can I prepare for the shoot without being annoying. Because yes. <laughs> I know like, you know, I could go in and have like this elaborate Pinterest board and like sketch out what every image I want to be and bring all the props and like, but how do I be mindful that they're still a professional? Because they're the artist, right? So you yeah. never want to step on the photographer's toes. I think it's about setting objectives, sharing what your goal is for these images, sharing where you're going to use these images on my website, you know, on my social media, actually having them come on the journey with you, like telling the photographer, this is what my business is about. This is what I want to communicate and letting them brainstorm with you sort of the details so that you're not stepping on their toes saying, I want the shot of this, you know, X, Y, and Z at this location. And my hand is up and like, you don't want to do that. But I do think it's, it's a partnership. And I appreciate when my clients come to me and they have ideas because I don't know their brand as much as they know their brand. You know, we're all living and breathing our own brands because they're so much us. Sometimes it's our personal brand. So if my clients can come to me with some ideas that are, you know, a stepping stone for us to work together, I think that's really helpful. And of course, you know, respecting each other and and our levels of expertise, that is always a good thing because you don't want to be high maintenance or, you know, that's always a recipe for disaster, but it, does, it, it is helpful to have some guidelines and some goals that you guys can work on together. 
Abby and I always have to make sure we don't look like we're at an engagement shoot for the <laughs> images for our brand because it's two of us, but some of those poses, we have found our pose and we stand in it every time because it's the most flattering for both of us and it gets us in the same frame, but it doesn't look like we're about to get married. And so we replicate that one every single time and it works. But I think that's great because I, I know what pose you're talking about and uh -huh. that's like your signature shot. Yeah. And there's something to be said about having like that signature look that people recognize and they know that that's, it's you guys. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that you know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to hear tips on, okay, the, we've all been in the landscape of hiring someone to do this, hiring a professional, allocating a budget for this. And yes, especially as a previous photographer, it is super important to decide to invest in this for your business. But sometimes you're just not ready and you can't and you need at least one good shot right now to maybe make your profile picture on all the social media channels. So do you have some tips someone could do at home with a friend a little more the amateur DIY route? Yeah, no, I totally understand it. It is a huge investment. And it's something to save for especially with a new year coming yes. for a lot of us. But everybody has a different budget and we're at different you know, parts of our journey in business. And so what I would say is if you want to purchase a camera, there's always like the I'm a Canon shooter. And so I have, you know, the, the big dog cameras, but like there's the Canon Rebel series, which is very affordable that you could, you know, use for your own headshots. Obviously, you would have to give it to someone to take, but then you can actually use it for a lot of your stock photography and a lot of other photos of, you know, what you do and how you do it. It's just a good tool to have. I even tell my clients, and I'm a photographer, I tell my clients, your smartphone is a great tool and it takes amazing pictures. And I'm not telling you to do selfies, but I think with social media, to sprinkle in your own DIY photos to show kind of the behind the scenes and where you're going and who you're working with makes you more authentic, makes you more real. And I do this with my business. I have professional photos, but then I take lots of, you know, my own photos because it's easy to do. It's always with you. And that's sometimes the best camera to have is the one that's always with you. And it allows for like this daily dialogue that you can have with your audience. Now, if you have, you know, a friend who's also an entrepreneur like yourself and so that you both know what you need in terms of a headshot, maybe you can shoot each other. Just look for beautiful light and look for a backdrop that doesn't have a lot of stuff so that it's distracting. But I would say, you know, if you can't do brand photography, which is more of that storytelling, cohesive collection of images, then definitely invest in just a headshot, which is probably going to be at a much lower price point, just because, again, we all need that one professional photo to make sure that we portray ourselves as legitimate. And we can use that across the board for our about page on our website, all of our social media. And that just builds awareness and builds, you know, our faces like something memorable that people remember. So I would definitely encourage people to invest in, if you can't do anything else, definitely invest in the headshot. And if yeah. you can't invest in a professional headshot, then try to get, you know, a nice camera and a friend who can take it for you. Well, and another tip I have is looking for, if you, if you don't have anyone who could take it for you and you, you don't have the budget for even the entry level cameras, there are some very nice digital cameras that have the flip screen and they literally call it selfie mode. And so it's going to blur the background. It's going to sharpen in on your face. And so you could 
feasibly, because I've done this for myself, set it up in your own office if you have really good lighting, if you have really good accessories, like prop it up on some books and aim it at yourself. I mean, I could take a shot of myself sitting here at my desk getting everything behind me and if I just get one shot that I can put everywhere else and then really look at my expenses and look at the rest of my year to see where I could fit in hiring someone for more of that storytelling. This is an example of how Emily can take a beautiful image of herself (laughs) just at random, whereas I would be doing this for three days and want to throw the camera across the room. (laughs) So if that isn't going to work for you, I do think investing or getting someone who's willing to trade services because maybe you have something really great to offer. But I want to know if I am going to spend the money, if I am going to invest because I know it's worth it, what could I do to, you know, prepare or what could I do to with the photographer to make sure that these images that I'm investing in last longer, you know, than a couple months, like how could I use them for a year or more? What are some things I need to be asking or making sure that happen so they know they're going to be long lasting? Well, I think it goes back to what we discussed earlier is just to sort of share who you are and what your business is so that everybody's on the same page and you're working towards the same common goal. I also think, you know, if by hiring professionals like professional hair and a makeup artist who also understand who you are and what you do and are not going to transform you into someone that's like very trendy for the time. I mean, we all want that timeless shot that we can use for years, but is a true representation of who we are. I've seen so many photos of people online and then you meet them in person and you're like, what? Like they don't even look like themselves. So either they're like heavily photoshopped or they're from 10 years ago or it's very dated. So I think it's, it's, you know, having those conversations, making sure people are clear on what your goals are and who your business is, you know, who you are and what, what you do so that it is, you know, your story is in alignment to who you are, because that's what it is at the end of the day. Like no one is going to trust you if they see a picture that looks like you're, you know, 20 years younger than you actually are. Mm-hmm. So th- you have to be authentic. And I think it's, it's having these conversations, hiring the right people who get it, that can create that image that stands the test of time. Or you're like me and just haven't changed your Skype bio in like three years where I had long brown hair and glasses and we got on an interview the other day and he was like, who is that? Right, right. I mean, and and then that could be, you know, an indicator that you do need to have a new headshot because, you know, uh, you've changed your hair or your look. So there's plenty of people, a lot of my clients, they'll come back and they look, you know, they've, maybe they've lost 50 pounds or, you know, they cut their hair used to be long and now it's short. And so you have to update because it's the trust factor. Like when people meet you or, you know, see you in a video and it looks different, they get confused and, you know, you don't want your prospect or your client to be confused. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, I, I'm like the, you know, very, and Emily's the same way where I get really bored with my hair, but the longer I've been in business, I'm like, you know what? I just like literally cannot afford to change my hairstyle for like six Uh months to a year, because that means I have to update it in all of these places. Whereas before when I was in corporate, it was like long, short, purple, brown, brunette, Mm -hmm. red, blah, blah, blah. Like it was all over the place. And now I'm just like... It's just going to be brown and it's going to be <laughs> shoulder length and it's always going to be curly in photos and that's just how it is and that's fine. But I definitely had to take a back seat to getting a little crazy well, with changing it all the time. 
And I think that's when it's important to pick up a little bit of photo skills for ourselves. And we share some of these tutorials on our blog. Of if you're just relying on your smartphone, you're gonna be able to create flat lays or branded kind of storytelling images with stuff that represents your business and your brand at that time. And then you're gonna be able to incorporate your feet or your hand, your hand holding a coffee mug or something to where it still adds that human element a little bit, but you're able to update those more frequently that you can use mostly on Instagram, social media channels and stuff like that. Um, and just relying on your main headshot and the one that you're investing in to be that one that you can use for a lengthy amount of time, knowing that you can have filler spaces. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. You need that consistency with your headshot. If you can't do the branded photography and then you sprinkle in that, you know, insider daily look of, you know, what you're doing through your Instagram pictures that you're taking with your phone, you need that combination because you can't just be a headshot because then you're like a talking head. You need to sprinkle in that authentic real life of the behind the scenes, where you're going, who you're hanging out with, you know, the messy desk, you know, those are what build the connection and humanize your brand. So they're both important. And along the same lines of getting those other shots, what if you're like in the midst of, okay, I'm going to do my headshots today. What are some other really important shots I should be capturing at the same time to just have? So I always say like the five shots, if you're going to have anything in your library, they should include a headshot. There should be like a lifestyle shot. And when I say a lifestyle shot, this is like sort of portraying more of your personality or what it feels like to work with you. So there's a little bit of emotion tied to that. The third one is your workspace. I think everybody likes to see how it all goes down. You know, what is, you know, your desk look like, pull the curtain, give people that VIP inside of what you're doing. A fourth one would be like a branded shot. Make sure, and this could be sort of those flat lays, incorporate your branding. You know, if it's the colors or your logo or a business card, make sure that you have that because it's, you know, you have to think about this as a whole. It's not these isolated pictures or images, but as a whole. So we want some of those branded photos there as well. And then the last one would be is like the end result. So if you're, let's say, a graphic designer, then, you know, the end result might be a logo. Maybe you have it on a computer screen and a nice, on a nice desk or something, Or if you're a jewelry designer, your piece would be on a dress or something. You want to show what the product or the end result looks like in use. So those are the five images I always tell people. If you're going to do anything DIY, professional, make sure you cover those. I mean, there are so many more that you can do. You know, one being like, where do you find your inspiration? I work with a lot of personal stylists. And so, you know, a lot, they all want to differentiate from each other. So some of them, we go to New York City and we go to a museum because they're very influenced by art. Others are more into, you know, the real fashion or magazines. So maybe it's like a picture with these beautiful coffee table books and magazines open. So a big thing about brand photography, I'd say, is figure out how you are different. And then make sure you share that with your photographer and are able to visualize. Because at the end of the day, we are all in these industries that are saturated. I mean, it's just what it is. And so if we can visually communicate how not only what we do and how it feels and where we work, but how we're different, 
why you would come to me versus someone else. I think that is like, that could be the tipping point for a lot of people. Yeah. I, those were fantastic ideas. I'm like going to jot those down for future like session things just for people, because I think that's one of the biggest hesitations is people chat with us about, okay, great. You know, y'all can do your laptop and your workspace and the marble and the succulents. Cause that's what we're used to doing. And those are our blog images and that works for our brand, but people get frozen up when they don't necessarily fit with the marble and they don't necessarily fit with the cute notebooks and the gold thumbtacks and whatnot. And so thinking outside that box a little bit. So I love pulling on, okay, but where do you get your inspiration? Is it outside? Is it museums? Is it right. the coffee shop? Where do you like working? Um, what does it feel like being in your brand? If your brand were a human, what would they do? And what would it walk around thinking? And, and where would it want to be? So I think asking yourself those questions can kind of give you guys some ideas on where else to take it. Yeah, I think it's, that's the first step is like digging deep into your own story. Like you kind of have to put your blinders on. We live in this visual world. So of course, like we see the Instagram perfect and we mm -hmm. think we want that too. But the downside is it ends up looking little, could look cookie cutter. And so yeah. you want to be able to be distinctive. And so you need to go back to what your story is, why you started, what are your influences or what are your values? One of the photos I always tell my clients about is, you know, get a quote that resonates with your brand and handwrite it in a journal. And I want to take a picture of your hand with your handwriting. So here you have, you know, a quote that is, you know, special to them. So that makes it unique. You have their handwriting, which is unlike anyone else. And there's, there's a very humanizing part of this. It's like, you feel like you're getting to really know that person because you're seeing them write this in their journal. It's almost like a private moment. That's such a good idea. I love that. We should do that. So how do you, I mean, you speak to this authenticity and for, you know, for some people, you know, getting all styled up, dolled up, hair done, makeup on, that's just not their every day. And so how do you suggest, you know, someone still look their best, but feel like they're not lying by looking a certain way? What you mean you don't want to take my picture in my sweats with no makeup on? That's not... That's not what you want our brand to look like, Abby. <laughs> I don't I'm think confused. anyone wants to see this what they look like 98% of the time. I, I It's so shocking what a little makeup and a little <laughs> time working on your hair will do. But seriously, so how do you suggest, you know, someone who definitely has that more casual personality. Natural vibe. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you do for them to make them still feel like themselves without feeling like they're glam town? I still think you should get your hair and makeup done because I think it's the process that's very confidence boosting. So you don't have to go outside of your comfort zone. We still want to make it look like you, but the best version of you. So I would say still have your hair in your makeup appointment for before your shoot, but then communicate to that stylist you know, how far you want to go. You want to look like yourself, but you want a natural vibe. Good professional experts will be able to deliver that for you. But it's also, you know, being crystal clear about what you want. So tear sheeting magazines, coming prepared with pictures. I know from experience, what the problems that happen are when the client's 
there's not this open communication where they think, oh, because she's a professional hairstylist, she should, she should know. But we don't know unless we're talking about it. So do you want to, you know, the beach hair wave or, you know, if it's too curly, you've gone too far and then people get upset and then they don't like their images. And then that's a whole other, you know, ball game there. So it's, it's doing. No, I cannot straighten your hair in post process. (laughs) I know exactly. Photoshop is not, I cannot do that for you. I can do a lot. But also I think, you know, when you select your photographer, when people work with me, they know I am not going to change the way they look. Mm-hmm. I really want them to have like a glow or to be look like their best selves, but I'm not going to like take out their eye bags completely or like liquefy them so that they look 50 pounds lighter because it's not authentic. You know, I want this to be true to you, the best version of you right now. And that's the other thing I tell my clients all the time, embrace who you are right now. You know, you have a message, you have this service or product that you want to give to the world. That's that's sometimes it's bigger than the photos. And so, and and believe me, 10 years from now, you're going to look back and be like, I look like the bomb. I looked amazing, you know? <laughs> so it's, you know, a lot of my clients are like, oh, I want to wait. I want to wait. I'm going to go on this cleanse. I'm going to yeah. do this. And no. I said, like, don't wait. No. Do it now. No. You know, embrace who you are now. Let's get this message out right now. But I, I, I have this like horrifying, you know, flashback of you talking about the makeup and I am the one who's quiet and like, I'm not a quiet person, but like, I don't like to offend other people or make them uncomfortable. And I've had my makeup done a couple of times. And this one time it was for a wedding. And so obviously I was being photographed. It wasn't for my brand, but this lady gave me the worst caterpillar eyebrows I've ever had in my entire life. And I was so embarrassed. And I like, at first I was like, gosh, like, I'll just suck it up. Like she's a professional makeup artist, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, this is my sister's wedding. I am not going to look like a freak in these photos. (laughs) And so I was like, like, I'm, I'm apologize. Like, I'm sorry, but I just really don't like them. Can we take them off? And I ended up doing my own eyebrows. She did the rest of my makeup, but it was just so important to me that I didn't look like a complete stranger. Like I still had to look like myself and especially in my sister's wedding photographs. Like it was going to be devastating to me if I just like, I don't even know. Like they were so bad. I should have taken a before a photo. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tough. Like the whole beauty part, you know, yeah. you you want to look your best and have the professionals do what they do, but you also want to look like yourself. And so I always encourage my clients, stop the makeup artists along the way. Yeah. Have a check-in. Like, you know, and even, and, I, and my makeup artists know as well, because I've done, you know, over 300 headshots and a lot of branding that they need to also check in and say, okay, I did one eye. Yeah. How is this look? Is this the direction that we're going? Do you want it heavier? Do we want me to tone it down? You know, even with the lip, with the liner or the color, like it's got to be an open communication yeah. and, and the client has to speak up too. Yeah. Yeah. And same goes with your photographer. I love, you know, when I was shooting of stopping and showing behind the camera and this is what we're getting and this is the vibe that I'm feeling. Are you on board with this? And kind of taking agency of that for yourself, because this is going to represent your business once these are complete. And if you don't like them, there's no reason to waste your money. 
But the flip side of that is it's very uncomfortable. It can be very uncomfortable to be in front of the camera knowing that your face, your hands, your body, your whatever is gonna be plastered on your website and your Instagram and all of these places. But the value of doing that for your audience, and you've touched on this a couple times of always relating back to how can you speak more authentically and closely with the people who you're wanting to talk to and by showing up physically for them does that. So the value outweighs maybe how uncomfortable you feel right now, but you're doing it from someone other than just yourself. And I'll tell you that after the experience, when your images are out there and your story is out there and you feel like all of a sudden you're standing out, you're getting noticed and people are responding to your message and you're attracting the right clients then the confidence for your brand and your business goes through the roof. Yes. All that whole experience of, you know, feeling those insecurities are forgotten. It's almost like having a baby. It's like, <laughs> you know, the, the going through the labor, it's like craziness, but then you have the baby and you forget all about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, and it's that same thing. Like uh, so many of my clients, I just had this experience. I had a headshot event and there was one woman, she called me the day before and she was like in tears. She said, I don't want to come. I don't like how my body looks. I don't like, I'm not feeling it. None of my outfits are working. I'm just going to cancel. I don't care if I don't get uh, refunded. And I said, just, just come, just come and we'll go through the process. And so all of my headshots include hair, makeup, styling, because I do believe it's that process that really boosts your confidence. And you're working with other women who are paying attention. I mean, who doesn't love that, the pampering and that attention? And so by the time she got into my chair for the photography, she felt like a million bucks. And we took the pictures and she just sort of blossomed in front of me. And then when she got the photos after and she put them on Facebook, it was like, she was like a different person. She felt so empowered and she felt so strong about now this message that she has to deliver to her people. And it was almost like she's a coach. She was like, I was coached through this process. Now I understand, you know, and have more empathy for what my clients go through. But it's, it's just what it's, it's with anything. It's like speaking on stage or, you know, being on a podcast. It's all those insecurities that come out. But once you get through it, you are more confident on the other side, you know? Yeah. I 100% believe that I think getting headshots done and going through the entire process of getting them from a professional is one of the number one ways that you can start to feel super legit in your business and what you offer and be able to stand behind that, like, this is serious. Someone came in to represent my brand in a way that I cannot. And this is now what it looks like. And I think if you're feeling kind of on the fence of, of not being taken seriously yet, if this isn't the budget for you to make happen soon, I highly encourage you to do it because it's magical. Well, and I would say as someone who has invested time and, you know, that energy into making it happen versus, you know, seeing the shots that my mother-in-law takes of me at Thanksgiving. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh God, like really like Brooke did amazing. Like I'm so thankful for that because, you know, what my mother-in-law can take on her iPhone when I apparently have no idea how to stand normally in a photo. (laughs) Like it's so important to get people who are willing to back you and who really can see 
I mean, through the lens, having that professional, like they're going to tell you, you know, like lift your chin, turn to the left. Like they're going to tell you weird things to do, but you are going to be so blown away later. Like, oh, I really, I look lighter. I'm not lighter in this photo. Like I'm actually (laughs) five pounds heavier in this photo than I am now, but I look way better because they knew what they were doing. Right. And yeah, so that's I what think- a professional will do, yeah, right? Yeah. They know the light, they know the body language, where to put your hands, yeah. how to position your chin, you know, shoulders back. You feel so yeah. weird, but it when you see the image on the other end, you see how beautiful it looks. Yeah. yeah. Y'all should see how we awkwardly stand for our signature I'll pose. I'll take one that's not. Yeah, like- we need like a pulled back, even like from behind us picture because it's like, She's on her tiptoes. Standing and like her on a hand. pillow because I'm too short. Like, it's crazy. It's a little but it insane. also has a lot to do with the relationship you have with your photographer. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you really need to know them and trust them. And that's why I think a lot of my clients, and I see this in the family side as well as the business side, they, they stick with you. So now that we've, you know, come across this whole thing, you've you've probably been convinced at this point you need to hire a professional to take your headshots. What are 3 to 5 things people should do right away to go find that special someone to capture them? So how to find a photographer? Mm-hmm. Well, so even step number 1 before you find a photographer, I would say get to know your story. Really get in touch with the story that you want to tell. So that when you do find that photographer, you can communicate that to them. The second would be, you know, luckily we live in an online world so we can, you know, stalk and see all these beautiful images that all of our fellow, you know, boss ladies have. So, you know, get a sense of what you're looking for. You know, take a look at, you know, your friends online, your mentors, people you admire, look at their photography, the style of photography, the stories that they're telling, and kind of get a sense of of what could apply to your brand. And then while you're looking at them, maybe find out who photographed them so you can start getting a list of photographers. But of course, it's all going to depend on where you live location-wise. So, you know, do that search. And if you're lucky enough to have a brand photographer in your area, then I would send an email, but have real phone, phone conversation or even face-to-face. Yeah. I think a lot is to be said for that relationship with your photographer to establish that trust. Sometimes you need to be having a coffee face-to-face so that you can kind of feel their vibe and get a sense that they understand you and your brand. And then again, you know, you need to do the due diligence of looking at, you know, their work, their portfolio, what is their expertise, their credentials? Are they self-taught or did they, you know, go get a master's in photography? I think it's so important to find someone that you can consider as a partner, not just like a hire, like a photographer, because you might be hiring them in the future for more projects. If your brand starts growing, you'll probably need to have them come back. So if they get your brand and sort of, you know, what your goals are and your vision is, it's just more bonus for you. And then I would say, you know, once you have your photos, you know, I'm always surprised when people get their photos, they're still hesitant to share them. I would say, share them. You know, now you have your, you know, the face to your brand, you have your message, you know, put it on Facebook, on all your social media, get it on your website, 
there are so many places to use these photos from, you know, presentations to newsletters to sales pages, every introduction for every Facebook group that you're joining, slap your photo in there, you know, so people can recognize you. That's what we want. We want to be you know, recognize as the go-to expert, as the leader. And if you can attach your photo, a professional photo that has a hint of your story, I mean, you're doing that. Yeah. So you want to carve your place by using these photos and don't be shy about it. You know, don't, I wouldn't say like, you know, and these are the rules for, for anything, for Instagram. You don't want to have like eight headshots in a row, you know, <laughs> you have to be intentional and, and plan it out. Yeah. Headshot. Maybe it's, you know, a book you're reading, a quote, you know, you have to have that rotation, but definitely use them because you'll find that these images will really help you stand out in the end. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think we've got a lot of good action tips for people ready to become the face of their business because it's the best thing you could ever do to up level. So tell people where they can hang out with you online and where they can find where you are. Or, you know, if they decided I'm not looking, I'm just going to hire you. Yeah, where, right where are you at? <laughs> so I live in New Jersey, which is very, I live very close to New York City, but I love to shoot in New York City. So my business is Miki Photo. It's M I. K-I-F-O-T-O.com. You can also find me on Instagram, which I love. It's I'm at Miki Photo NJ. So for New Jersey NJ. And then I'm on Facebook and Pinterest, all the social media under Miki Photo. But yeah, I would love to, you know, even help people virtually to help prepare for their brand shoots if they're across the country. That's a new service that I'm thinking of offering in 2017 and some consultations, because as we mentioned, a lot of people don't have that expert brand photographer. Mm -hmm. It's good to kind of get a lot of these ideas out on paper and have it all organized so that when you do hire a wedding or portrait or family photographer, it's going to be smooth sailing and that you'll get the images that you want for your brand. That's super helpful. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. So fun. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.